0: All right, welcome to Review the News, episode 45, hot off of episode 44, which was uh, two days ago. I had a great interview with one of our favorites, uh, uh, Real Thomas, um, great hour of content. If you missed it, it's a quick power hour um, of just a uh, great discussion about the Cold War and everything else. Uh, phenomenal. Um, and we're looking forward to, uh, we talked to Thomas, uh, afterwards and, uh, we're looking to get him back on within the next week or two, of course, loving hearing his updates and what's going on there. But, uh, episode 45, uh, what, what number, what does that number mean to you, Todd? Who's, who's 45?
1: This is the Trump show.
0: This is the Trump episode, the Donald J. Trump. The Trump show. (laughs) The number 45.
2: God bless 45.
0: Um, there you go. Uh, we have our special guest uh, Jay Rogan. Joe Rogan. Thank you for having
2: uh, me. A pleasure as always.
0: <laughs> Joe Rogan's uh, smarter older brother or younger brother, whatever.
3: <laughs> different different tax bracket than Jay Rogan.
0: <laughs> different tax bracket, but they get their powers from the same magical ma- magical magic. Um but yeah. Anyway, uh, so lots to talk about tonight, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick it to Neil and and Todd and Jay and and see uh, where 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 do we want to go first tonight, ladies.
3: First, I would like to um, apologize about my absence for Friday. It sounds like it was a killer time, and maybe it's because I was absent. But uh, I'm glad Thomas is doing well, and uh, when he's. Uh, when he's on when he's on his game man, it's it's a lot of fun so cheers thomas i'm sorry i missed you uh, i i thought first we'd i'd get you going gary by uh talking about how arizona's full of shit and all the votes were legit when well, they've proven that so you're
0: wrong Trump. yeah um well i i i don't i don't think so i think it's quite the opposite and i think um And this was what uh, maybe Todd could tie into. I texted Todd earlier today to bring up some of Joe Biden's speech in Philadelphia. Um, These people are basically calling us uh, Confederates. Any Republican governor or any group of Republicans that are challenging uh, the fraudulent election of 2020 or uh, even um, passing these voter ID laws. Um, So it kind of goes hand in hand. But we're the uh, we're the new Confederates, I guess. I I, uh, I know that must be shocking to you and Todd. I'll, you know, it doesn't necessarily bother me, um, any. But uh, uh, to be called a Confederate, Neil, how does that feel? Just because you have questions about um, the election and you want uh, you need an ID to uh, vote, how, what, what do you feel, uh, Neil Ely?
3: I mean, I feel like you're being rhetorical, Gary. You know how I feel about that. About. <laughs> voter ID and I I, was that a legitimate question am I supposed to be answering this yeah and I think I as far as voter fraud goes I just I don't want to believe that there is voter fraud I'd like to you know I'd like to believe that whoever is in power was elected into power I know that's naive but I feel that's how it should be so um okay well
0: here's the thing with Arizona you you can't how can you not question Arizona when the New York mayoral race, which was uh, two weeks ago for the primary, had what was it, 25,000 or 35,000 illegit- illegitimate ballots involved in that?
2: 35,000.
0: 35,000. 35, <sighs> 35, so, I mean, if you, if you can't even get a primary election squared away, um, what's, why can't I challenge if, 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 what was his name? Eric, uh, what's, what's the, cop? he's like the ex-cop who's going to be, who's running Sullivan. for mayor? No, not Derek. I said Eric. What's the uh, mayor? All right. Regardless, um, it, if, uh, if they can't get the, the primary vote squared away in New York City, which we know never has any corruption in the history of New York City, never had any voting corruption or anything like that. Um, if they can't square that away for a simple primary for mayor, um, you know, then I, I, I got a question, Arizona, which they called, uh, early in the night with only 54% of the vote being counted. And I think Biden only won by like 9,000 votes or 8,000 votes at the end anyway.
2: And they're finding the same discrepancies in all of these states, Pennsylvania, well, Georgia, uh, Arizona all of the ones that he absolutely needed that Trump had before they decided to shut down in the middle of the night and miraculously 75,000 votes show up like come on and then they decide to fucking Uh, it was it was something retarded I think it was what last I saw was 75,000 in the one county and then all of a sudden Right after the the election, they miraculously wipe the the voter roll of all the dead people and the people that aren't around. And come on, I, I've been reading. There's different discrepancies in the paper. Um, The seventy four thousand or seventy five thousand that I'm speaking of were votes uh, were from people where that they weren't even requested for mail in ballots. They're all mail in ballots. I mean, it's a joke. And you talk about I.D. I mean, what can you do in this country without an I.D.? You want to drive a car? You need an I.D. You want to get on a plane? You need an I.D. You want to rent a car? You need an I.D. What you want to drink? You need an ID. You want to buy a pack of smokes? You need an ID. You want to get some alcohol? You need an ID. I mean, come on. The fact that the administration had to actually go and announce like, oh, people can't get uh, Xerox machines to Xerox machines in inner cities. Like that's the biggest insult I've ever heard. He pretty much calls these people like apes because they, they can't figure anything out. They don't know how to Xerox things like they can't get an ID. Like, come on.
0: Well, it's, it's, it's the bigotry of low expectations, right? It's, it's basically how liberals reveal their true racism when they can't. And I hate, I hate that. I I can't believe I just said that such a boomer frigging thing to say. The Democrats are the real racists. But I mean, to point that out in a particular setting, like when Kamala Harris is exactly saying like, you know, they can't get copy machines. It's like, you know, uh, but yet I'm told the same group of people helped us get in the space. So, um, you know, and that without the, uh, JFK? yes, JFK. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I, think, I think what's happening, um, you see Rachel Maddow, I think Steve Bannon in the war room, they're doing great coverage on this. I mean, we don't need to belabor these points because you could go there and they talk about this and they get their li- They get the people from um, the states that are in question on all the time. And I would direct people there if they wanted to listen to, to more of the election stuff. Um, but they make a very valid point. Um, Rachel Maddow Uh, is going, is like apoplectic Chris Hayes is apoplectic about all these recounts and forensic stuff. Um, and it's so bad that Joe Biden now is going to places like Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to give speeches about his legitimacy. Um, if you were legitimate, if you if you ran and you were confident that your election results were true and you were a legitimate president or legitimate, whatever, um, this would be, you would just say it's a distraction and you'd move on and you would just go, I'm not even going to talk about it because it's stupid and let them count because all they're going to find out is I'm the man, but it, it's not. They they reveal themselves um, by getting themselves into a lather and a crescendo where, um, I mean, they are uh, like losing the plot. I mean, it's, again, uh, I was, you know, only semi kidding, but when they're calling everyone who's asking for voter ID laws and, and, uh, you know, fixing these elections, which most of the stuff that they changed was supposed to be temporary anyway. So I don't know what the Democrats beef are that they're going back and just fixing all the mail-in ballot stuff. Um, which is what most of these States are doing. Um, and, 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 and so, Uh, they're losing their minds. And that is just a tell to me, it's a tell because again, um, when, when they don't want something to be, uh, when the media, when, when the media doesn't want something to get any traction, they just don't talk about it. But here it is because they know full well, they have to try to get out in front of it. So they have to talk about it because if they don't get out in front of it and they actually don't cover it and these audits. So here's the thing. They've actually, I mean, they've got people who are volunteering to start doing all these things. And we're talking about thousands of people. I mean, we're, we're not talking about like 10, 10 people that are funded by, you know, some big Republican, you know, money, man, it's, it's regular everyday people in the thousands that are volunteering their time to go through all these ballots and, um, as much as they're trying to limit social media and things like that, and discussing this, people are going to find out, even by the old school uh, method of word of mouth. So, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll continue to see. I mean, they're going to continue to find the more they keep scratching the surface. And again, it's the, it, this doesn't even have to deal with the machines. This doesn't deal with um, you know crazy conspiratorial stuff. It's just simple things that they violated the law, like not signature matching, uh, no chain of custody. I mean, these are all things that were already in the law even before now all the Republicans are beefing up their voting laws all before the election of 2020. These are all violations of the law. It's a violation of the law. Um, but again, I I don't have any faith. I mean, I, I think they could uncover. I mean, basically, Joe Biden could come out tomorrow and be like, I stole the election. And guess what? Trump again, it. it's just not happening. So um, but, you know, maybe that'll motivate people. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see it. Um, I don't know.
3: Well, like, uh, like our buddy, Kevin said, right. The, the, the people that if you can take the power, then you should rule. Right? Yeah.
0: That's the Arvin's big thing. Yeah. yeah. If
3: They
1: were able to get it. Then they, they deserve it. Yeah. Well, the thing with me is that, um, basically if, if they weren't worried about it, uh, what, the, uh, what they should be saying is count all you want. Yeah, I won, you're gonna find out that I won, that I support these audits, but they're not doing that. They're nervous about it. So that should tell you something. And, and in another facet, people voting in the wrong county, uh, their previous county of residence. That's another um, portion of this Um, to add to the list uh, of of what you were saying. It's there's many, many uh, ways you get illegal or uh, not legitimate votes. But, uh, and also like I was telling you guys in the text, I had to pay for something this week. And they wanted me to use my ID to verify it with me, because I had to use a card. Yes, And yes. they literally told me. They literally told me they're doing this because there's been a lot of fraud lately, so they, they need to verify ID. to pay for As something. well
3: they should, Todd, as well they should. But you shouldn't have to do that. No, anymore. not for the free not the ruler of the free world. That wouldn't make any sense.. Not the ruler, right? The leader of the free world Gary's the ruler of the free world Thank you, there you go. Appreciate that
1: Let's uh, let's uh, move on to the Texas state Democrats That's my favorite topic of the week
0: Well yeah because this has multiple implications especially with the um, the COVID stuff because, Yeah, go here, ahead. I'll
1: let you start, I'll let you start. We've got COVID, we've got just people just wanting to not uh, do their job. Well, I mean,
0: so Greg, Greg, so here's the thing. This is, and this is why you've got two guys that are trying to primary Greg Abbott right now. You've got uh, Colonel Alan West and I forget the other gentleman's name, but they're both trying to go after Greg Abbott. And the story there is that uh, the, the Democrats are, uh, Basically absconded um, because uh, the Texas legislature can't get quorum without them being seated, and then they can't take a vote on Texas's new voter ID laws. But here's the thing: um, Greg Abbott knew that this was going to happen because I think what was—I I don't remember—but I want to say maybe maybe it was a year ago, six months. But I want to say they pulled the same stunt on something else where Greg Abbott was going to have him vote. was like maybe he was on the budget or something, and they all got on a bus or something and left. Uh, I think they went to Oklahoma or so. I don't remember. Um, But, you know, not preparing for this and not getting out in front of it. But then again, I mean, right now, um, maybe Greg Abbott is a super genius by letting them go because now there's pictures of them unmasked on a plane, and no one in the United States, no one, can fly in a plane unmasked in the United States. Um, But here they
3: are on a a private plane.
0: I believe it's a federal law or when you go into the airport, it says federal regulations say you have to wear a mask. And as far as I know, on a private plane, they still fly in federal airspace. So they would follow federal regulations. Would they not?
3: Is it not? And I'm probably being stupid here, but is it not like if I'm, if it's my plane, The same thing as being my bus or my car, right? I could. It's a private plane. That's what I said. It was a private plane, wasn't it? Well, your car,
0: your car is a private car. You have to put your seatbelt on. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I'm just. I I mean, I. I mean, I I don't. I mean, there's certain laws, right, that private planes still have to follow. you're
3: You're right.
0: So, and if it's a federally mandated regulation, I would think that even the private plane would have to follow that. Um. But, but yeah, so the, um, so I I guess, and then on top of it is they're all vaccinated. So this is how good the vaccine is. Hey, everyone, the vaccine works so well, you can get COVID. Um, and, and here's the other thing. They keep pumping these stories that it's all these unvaccinated people getting COVID. That may be true, but one thing you've noticed, even on CNN, they don't talk about the deaths because the deaths are still extremely low. If if the deaths were really high, it would be on the news twenty four seven that people were dying left and right. Um, and so that's a fact. Right, because um, all they
3: did was scare the shit out of us for sixteen months. Right. That. And
0: it's the boy and it's the boy who cried wolf. Um, it's the boy who cried wolf in a nutshell. Um and, I don't think and the deaths again-
2: were ever that high, to be honest. I mean Well, oh, I don't
0: things- think so either. I think there was some
2: the way they Some, were making out, you would think you would have think you'd be walking down the street and you just see bodies piled all along the f- side, like it was nowhere near as bad. They were attributing so many whack conditions. Was it bad? Yeah, but I mean, is there still a ninety plus percent survival rate? Yes. Was it um, always a ninety percent uh, plus survival rate? Yes.
0: Well, the problem is, is that or not the problem? The the One of the issues is that there was there's been plenty of documented um, cases where people who died of uh, other things were counted as a COVID death. I think Neil came on the show. Oh, man, maybe like 10 episodes ago and told a story of a few friends um, that were fighting to get the COVID taking off their relatives death certificate. Is that not true, Neil?
3: Kathleen is is telling me that uh, you know her father has a uh, couple of health issues and uh seems like he's alright and uh but the doctor just he just had a talk with the doctor this week and the doctor said you know had uh had this been diagnosed uh last year you would have had covid it would yeah and if you died it would have been a covid death the fucking doctor said that you know he, he wasn't well, you know it was out of nowhere like they, they were just there for console and he was like oh yeah you know, if this was last year you'd have covid He's the head of radiology at Jersey Shore Medical Center. He said, "He said, yeah, that too. So <laughs> that's did- fine." I mean, to me, that says the slightest kind of vindication that I'm maybe I'm not that much of a conspiracy theorist. So did he? Did well,
1: he have COVID? Is the no. doctor? Said yeah, yeah. So he has a. <laughs> all
3: right, I, I I will tell you that he's he's gonna be right, but he so he has they found this tumor in his throat. So they gave him a, a biopsy, and we feared the worst. And it, it turns out it's not good, but it's not the worst. It's not cancer. It's still not an easy recovery or, or surgery, or we don't even know what, what we're going to do, but, um but it's not cancer. So, um so now, but now what do you do? Because it's this weird thing that they only a couple thousand people a year get in the, in the world. So um, during point to re, to recap, like to, when during his consultation with the doctor, that's what the doctor said to him. He was trying to make light of it. Oh, we know, you know, but it's not cancer. We'll do this. We'll do that. And Hey, if it was last year, you'd have COVID ha ha ha. Fuck the head of the fucking department said that to him. I think that's so,
1: pretty. So he, think
3: that's pretty interesting.
1: The doctor knew it was not COVID. That's yeah. my point. Yeah,
3: and he knew that they were. I mean, he knew, obviously he knew that they were changing.
0: Yeah, so, you know. yeah, and we and and that's been well documented. I mean, it was the guy who fell off the roof. That was the big story that they were calling the COVID. The kid on the motorcycle who got killed on the motorcycle accident. They called COVID. Um, You know, and then the hospitals were incentivized because they were getting extra money for COVID. And you would think even after being incentivized with being COVID, that they would run the COVID numbers up to one to two to 3 million so they could make more money. Um, And then again, where's the flu? We're going on now with no flu again. Um, And so, uh, you know, even my, um, uh, I know someone who I think I told the story in a previous episode that um, went to the doctor and was like, I have really bad allergies. I need my allergy medication. I haven't been able to get allergy medication. And now I have like a sore throat and it's closing and a a runny nose and all the stuff that I get when I don't get my allergy medication. And the doctor was like, well, if you come in, I got to give you a COVID test. You have COVID. And this person was like, I do not have COVID. I have ext- extremely bad allergies. I've had them since I was a kid. I've been dealing I, with I this can't my whole get life. the medication. I've been dealing with this my whole life. I know my body, right? My body, my choice. I know my body. And, um, and, they, and the doctor inst- insisted. And then the question, the great question was, okay, if I have COVID, what are you going to do? And the doctor was like,
3: send you home for 14 days. It's like paid, so who paid can- 14 days. If I got paid 14 days, I'll go home.
0: Well, wait, but regardless, right? It's like they've got no plan for you anyway, unless it, unless it's either you you either go home for 14 days or they stick you in an ICU unit. But those are your only two options. And then what do you even do in the ICU unit? What are they even giving the people in the ICU units? You get, we keep getting told even now. And here's the other thing. So now I'm going to get on this COVID roll. So now they're telling us that the Delta variant, and let's be honest, it's the Indian variant, right? So it's the Indian variant from India, okay? And we knew we knew that this Indian variant was in India. And did they close the airports and not let people travel back and forth to India? No. Okay? We've got a surge. We've got over a million illegals that have come across the border in, in the South. Test. What's that?
2: Not a single test on not a any single boat.
0: test, not a single test. you're gonna they get
2: brought into the middle of our country and dropped off in the middle of the night. Go ahead, good luck.
0: So you're going to tell me that you're really concerned with COVID? You're not concerned, and they're not vaccinated. You're going to tell me if these third worlders are vaccinated? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, what's what's India's status for vaccination? I mean, you got Indians flying here back and
2: forth. India's it in India they fight off the vaccine trucks when they show up in certain villages like they go out there yeah I could show you a video where they go out there and they fight them okay well anyway yeah they could go they go out there and fight off they hate some of these vaccines they can't even stand Bill Gates look I know and and
0: And again, not to belabor the point, certain people have chosen to get the vaccine because of whatever thing they had. The is is that they not work. It people still are getting sick. Okay, because and I'll tell you why. Because it's really not a vaccine. Because I have I've gotten the polio vaccine and I've never gotten polio. Have any Have you ever gotten polio? I've never. gotten measles, mumps, and rubella. I've I've gotten the measles, mumps, and rubella yep, uh, vaccine, and I and I don't have to worry about getting measles. But it's weird that if I get the coronavirus vaccine, well, it just makes the coronavirus like you know, if you get it, it's not as bad. Well, that's not a vaccine.
2: Oh yeah, it's a new it's a new variant. You got to come in for a booster shot. A tune up. You got to come in for a tune up.
3: Is the flu vaccine a vaccine?
2: Now I'm a Chevy. Yeah.
3: Is a flu vaccine a vaccine? I'm not being a wise ass. Do you consider the flu shot a vaccine?
0: Well, no, you just said it. It's a flu shot.
3: Well, it's a shot. It's a
0: flu it's shot. A it's a I mean, shot. Yeah. Well, but the, no. I mean, the no fda no-
2: approved vaccine.
0: The not the non, I know it's funny because when you read the documentation, I was, I was looking at something the other day and it says FDA authorized. And someone goes, well, look, that's the, the, someone says to me, that, that's FDA, man. They The FDA said it's good to go. And I'm like, that's authorized, not approved. There's a difference. And again, you have to look at the words. The words have meaning. Right. So, um, you know, I getting back I'm to an the,
2: authorized lawyer doesn't mean I pass the bar. Exactly. Um,
3: you've you've known enough about the legal system. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, just because I. Yeah, well, you know. Just because I've been in court a million times doesn't make me a lawyer. Well, Jay, here's Jay. Here's here's the truth, right? You
0: could go to Seton Hall and get a law degree and call yourself a lawyer. You can't practice law, though. You have a bar, right? But you'd still be a lawyer. No one yeah, would take your stock. Yeah. That's
2: a great point.
0: But the expectation is – But the expectation is when you tell someone you're a lawyer, you're doing what? You're practicing law, right? So, I mean, right, and it's all in the language. It's all in the language. I mean, and that's why it's a a COVID shot. It's not a vaccine, it's not gonna help. And when they're telling you that they're getting all these different variants um, and they're coming from different countries, but there's no effort to shut down people's movement from these countries, but they want you to wear a mask again. It's just stupid. It's just dumb. And people honestly really, really need to fight this. I mean, they really do. And, and um, you know, it is conditioning. And the fact that doctors in the administration are getting on and they're basically urging companies to force to get vaccinated. What kind of here's, – here's the thing I brought up in the interview with Thomas, right? And I want you guys to think about this and Todd heard this, right-wingers are considered fascists by the left, and the left wants to kill fascists. And the people right now that aren't getting the vaccine are quote-unquote right-wingers, right? right? So here's the left who wants to give the vaccine supposedly to save all these right-wingers who are fascists that they want to kill anyway. So uh, how do you follow that train of logic? Like, wouldn't you think the left would be excited that all these right wingers aren't getting a vaccine? Wouldn't you think they'd be like cheering in the streets, like, "Good! Oh, the right wingers aren't getting the vaccine; they're all gonna die," but yet they yet they want us to all get the vaccine. Um, why are you trying to save my life if you hate my guts? Oh, because this is some poison you're trying to put into me. You know,
2: it's all about compliance. Like,
0: I, I you're not you're not gonna scramble. You, yeah, I mean it, it's about that, and you're not going to scramble my DNA. Sorry, not happening. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, and this goes back to the Texas Democrats. It's just laughable because now I think even tonight, two more came down with COVID. It's like good. Yeah,
2: they, uh, I, I saw that too. It might have even been three. I think it was three of them got COVID.
0: And it just and you know what the the funny thing is is they're not going to be able, especially when the when people are doing like wild things like this that they're already in the news you're talking about 5 people now that were on that plane that have covid that were all vaccinated how are you going to tell the people that the vaccine works it doesn't work
3: they got covid like they're like on death's door or are they just tested
0: No cuz no nobody's on that de- nobody's on death's door
2: Nobody I mean, what are people are really getting talking about then. That... No one's ever been on death's door 90% survival rate my guy. The people the people who
0: died from COVID most likely were already on death's door. They just got a little nudge
2: underlying conditions. Yeah. Comorbidities.
0: It's just podcast it's
3: an underlying condition.
0: This podcast is definitely an underlying condition. You're you're usually going to lose brain cells uh, <laughs> listening to this podcast um which is our service, which is like Kevin would laugh, right? Is our We're podcasters, you know, which makes us like the lowest of the low.
2: The it's cool. I, I read somewhere you only use like 30% of your brain anyway. So like that other 70% is just <laughs> kind of, fun, you know, it's like play. It's like house money. And you know, podcasters, you po, po,
0: podcasters only use 22% of their brain, Jay. So there we are. So 10, good call. Go ahead,
1: Todd. It's only, it's actually only 2%, so we only use five. <laughs> and we're, um, you know, we're a little bit right leading, so I would say two
0: and a half. Well, I, I, again, and I've mentioned this before, I just feel bad that um, people who were browbeaten and fear-porned into getting the vaccine because they were told and sold a bill of goods that life would return to normal, If they would go and and cooperate. And guess what? Life hasn't returned to normal. Now they're talking about, I mean, you've got LA County going to mask everybody up again. It doesn't make any sense. And there's no return, there's not going to be a return to normal um, as long as people aren't fighting back.
1: I'm sorry, people I know in in my state of Washington state, uh, it's still open, thank goodness. So people are getting together. My friends are, at least.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's good. And people should get together and, and and people should continue to celebrate life and move on from this. And still, you still have Fauci on TV going, I don't know if it came from a lab. I don't know if it came from a wild animal. Well, guess what? It came from China and the Chinese knew it came from there and they let it come here anyway. And yet nothing's happening to China. Nothing's happening to the Chinese. And I'm not saying the Chinese people need to bear the brunt, but where's the communist the Chinese Communist Party? Where 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 are they being held to task?
2: Getting ready to take over the world.
0: Yeah. So I, I again, like just watching the Texas Democrats suffer through this via Twitter. I mean, you can follow it all on Twitter and all the other social media sites. It's just laughable. They're just it's just so goofy. I mean I, I really, sometimes I just wonder, it's like, it's like you just check out all this stuff and just ignore it. I mean, we should basically ignore it. There's not enough people out there to enforce half this bullshit anyway. I mean, the only reason why they're able to enforce this is because like what Jay was saying, which was like the for the forced compliance. It's because people fear that, Oh, there might be, it's like speeding, right? It's like you, you go to the speed limit because you fear that one of the cars coming your way. Is going to be a cop, right? I mean, so you kind of do the speed limit. But if you knew there was no cops, why even you could put the speed limit signs all over, and you'd still get a couple dopes that would just do sixty-five. So,
1: In the it LA is that... or the LA sheriff? Well, one of the two said they're not going to. Uh, the mandate was for people inside to uh, wear masks. He wasn't going go to go door to door to see if somebody was wearing masks at their own home. They're not going to do that. So, yes, they have the mandate, but it's not really going to be enforced.
0: Yeah, and you still see, so you still see people, they don't wear the mask right. It's half off. It's on their nose. They're touching it constantly. All the things we were told in the beginning not to do, it's, it's stupid. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. Anyway, I think we've beaten this thing to death unless anybody else has anything more to add.
1: So I want to move to the Olympics first about the COVID uh, with the Olympics and then the uh, anthem stuff. So first with the COVID stuff, I guess there's uh, some more athletes uh, getting uh, the virus. or concerned that there might be an outbreak in the Olympic Village and that may affect the game. Bad in Japan now,
3: out. isn't it? Isn't it bad in Japan right now?
1: What? Yes, it is. So why they're having it about not Tokyo, having any? I'm I'm not quite sure, but, uh, yeah, they could have moved it someplace if that was better. I don't know, but, are talking uh, yeah. about,
3: like, not having any fans in the, I mean, in the tennis? Yeah,
1: the there's team? not going to be any fans. It's going to be, like, 2020, so American fans are going to be, like, why aren't there any fans in the stadium? Because mm. there's going to be no fans, and uh, it's going to look uh, bad on that uh, on that point. And, you know it's, uh, and more and more athletes are getting it. So, quite frankly, in the athletes' village, most of the time they uh, congregate and uh, have some fun when they're not uh, when they're not uh, competing. That's pretty famous that they have fun. You know what I mean? When they when they can. So uh, that's going to be very interesting to see what happens with that. Go
2: ahead, Jay. I'm sorry, but to me, the Olympics are kind of an absolute joke. I mean, how are you going to how are you going to not let this girl run because she smokes marijuana? Oh. But <laughs> but you could have a biological dude powerlift against women. Like, that's the most uh, insane thing I've ever heard. Women's. Well, Olympic- they're wrong. Weightlifting is now about to be absolutely crushed off the face of the planet because you're going to have nothing but dudes, biological men going, oh, I could be a gold a gold medal Olympian now. All I got to do is go out, lift a couple of women, which, we I, can I do, abs- which men can absolutely do. And the only I've- reason. They get so bent out of shape about this girl uh, be- smoking marijuana is because they're still pissed off that Michael Phelps has a billion gold medals and was smoking marijuana the whole time. You can't tell me marijuana is a, a performance-enhancing drug. Cannabis. It's absolutely not. Cannabis. cannabis, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, well, you, it's, it's, it's absolutely cool. not. The so,
0: cannabis. so I, I've I've got a I've got a couple thoughts. I I think. Um I'm actually a, a big fan of of that New Zealand man who's participating as a woman in the in the weightlifting competition because I think women's sports are stupid anyway so anything to help uh, get fair. rid of women's sports and anything to get rid of women's sports uh faster I'm all for because it's a joke and without men's sports women's sports wouldn't be able to be funded if you didn't have to have forced things like Title IX in college and all that other stuff, you wouldn't even have women's sports. So, again, uh, you know, why have a woman do something that a man can do better? Uh, so, I encourage all of those men to uh, compete in the Olympics as women, especially if the Olympics are going to uh, allow it. I think every dude, I think I might try out for women's basketball. Um, I'll uh, put on a wig. I know I'll make an ugly woman, but I'll be a very uh, competitive woman. Um, you know, it's always fun. I always, I always have a lot of fun when the 15 year old uh, under 15 year old boys, uh, U.S. soccer team beats the uh, women's uh, world cup winning soccer team. Um, I always enjoy that. Um, So uh, the other thing is uh, the reason why that girl girl, uh, got banned for cannabis smoking is number one, um, when you get into the details of it, she had plenty of time to, to not smoke cannabis to pass the test and to start smoking cannabis again. The reality is, is that she used cannabis as a masking agent for all the all of the enhancing drugs she was taking because oh, uh, previous. Fair. So previously, I guess previously people would rather get if you get popped for cannabis you're suspended Then, if you hopped for a performance enhancing drug. Like she would be basically barred from competing for a very long time. But if she was like, yo, well, I was smoking weed, um, then they, then they can't ban her for as long as they wanted to. And so Especially this is, I guess this is well one There's state there's...
2: where it's legal.
0: Yeah. But that doesn't matter. The, the state doesn't make the rules. The Olympics make the rules. Um, so maybe terrible. she should compete maybe she should compete as a man or something like that. And that would change the rules of the cat. I mean, I don't know how it works anymore. I, I the rules are so upside down.
2: I mean, she's definitely jacked out of her mind. Like there's no question about it. You look at her, she's ripped. No, I, I mean, no I'm a comment. man, I never looked that good, but whatever.
1: <laughs> no comment.
0: But uh, anything, I just, anything that'll help get rid of the WNBA, I'm all for it. So if it's men playing in the WNBA, I'm all for it.
2: We'll call it the NBA.
1: Oh, no, Gear! I would love for you to play one of the sales for one-on-one.
2: NBA's too woke for me nowadays. So, uh,
0: At 40 years old and 30 pounds overweight, I still could probably hold my own with at least a couple of the – I could at least play with the bench warmers. It's, I mean, it's true. I mean, now, if I were to play against an NBA player, I'd get absolutely destroyed. The fact that I would even be able to hang – Uh, give me, give me. I'll tell you what. If you gave me
3: that, you'd be able to hang though. You're assuming you'd be
0: able to. If you gave me three months where I could just train to play basketball at 40 years old, I could probably hang with some of those WNBA women. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just the physicality alone. Uh, yeah. If I were to walk in the gym right now, and if I were to walk into the gym right now and play, I mean, it's like, it was like that guy when we had Tara LaRose on, right? That guy had barely trained and he was, uh, he challenged her to a fight and she beat the hell out of him. But she certainly wouldn't beat the hell out of uh, uh, George St. Pierre. I mean, come on. Let's, I mean, and she would know that too. And, you know, I'm not using her name in vain, but like some guy off the street, she's going to beat the hell out of, you know, like that guy, he was like a journalist and he trained for like a week and she smoked him or whatever it was, I remember, I can't remember, I watched the YouTube video, but, like, he didn't take it serious. It's like, she's she's a trained fighter, right? But in the end, um, you know, and I I, and I guess I'm being a little facetious, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, I don't even care anymore about sports. It's like, it's so stupid. You've got women referees in the NFL and women coaches in the what? NFL now. It's so dumb.
3: Can I disagree with that last statement? Or do you want to just keep going forward? Oh, go ahead, please. So, like, these, agree. But these, but these women—are we talking about the WNBA? Is that what we're talking about? These sure. women, these young women—they're the best in the world at at what they do, right? Aren't they? Okay, they're, they're technically aren't. I'm being. Hey, they're technically world cl- class athletes, right? I mean, they're the best at 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 their at what they do. So, I mean, you're you're basically saying that you could hang with a world class athlete in their prime because she's a woman. So, yes. that therefore you could hang with her. Like, I don't. I mean, yes. that that's kind of all right. You you see where I'm coming from with this guy.
0: Again, my my point is, don't if I had three answer. months, if I yeah, had, I get if that. I had yeah. to, th- I think that's a stretch. It's a good stretch. I, I I don't. I don't. I think okay. I think if I had dedicated training where I was in the gym for, for six hours a day and
3: came would you say the same about a boxer? out and, and a worked and worked boxer? and worked
0: a female boxer?
3: Yeah. I would take I have I know nothing
0: about boxing. I would absolutely probably lose. Absolutely. We're so only
3: talking about basketball.
0: Well, I'm talking about like a sport that is played in general by everyone. Boxing is a lot different. I mean, I would, I would have to learn how to box. I don't, you can't just learn how to box in two months. That's not how that works. Um, but I know how to play basketball. I've played basketball, you know, all my life. Um,
3: You're a pretty good basketball player guy. Yeah. I was okay. You're better, way better than me. But I guess I wasn't technically a player. You at least were a player. I was not a basketball player. I enjoyed um, playing the game, but I was not a player.
0: No. And I, and I think, you know, I, again, I think uh, with 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 the women, if if it, if you basically weren't forced to fund it and pay for it using male sports, nobody would go to that shit. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. The women's national team has won the World Cup like 50 fucking time. nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares.
3: It does not matter. Is that true? They kind of go nuts around here for the for those chicks. Well, y- it is, I but it's so like too, So it's it's to- it's totally
0: astroturf. It's to- it's to- it's total. Not nobody care. Nobody cares. It's only people only care because they shove it down your throat to care. If the media didn't keep keep banging the drum about how great it is, nobody would watch. Nobody watches it
3: didn't the girl the the, the the girl didn't the goalie i think she was the goalie get a uh, banned for her politics or something like that well hopes
0: hope solo is yeah hope solos hope solos great yeah she's just very outspoken i, I she's actually one of the few that i like because she know, just I doesn't call any bullshit but but like the um so. but the thing with uh like megan like megan rapinoe perfect example right people when when the women won the world cup the first time with uh what was the chick who was married to no more Garcia para Mia ham, right? It was people were celebrating the United States in general as having um, success, right? The last time the woman were, won the world cup and Megan Rapinoe after every game is telling everyone how terrible the United States is. It's like, it's bad enough. I got to hear it in the men's sports. Now I'm going to hear it from a woman who I don't even care, like the sports I don't even care about. You know, it's like nobody, nobody cares. You get a few, you get a few liberal giant cities where they'll turn up for it, like a Seattle or Portland, but
3: who cares? Anyway. Um, so Todd, I don't think you actually finished your, uh, what became our setup there, did you?
1: Well, I was just going to go into the cultural stuff. Uh, we're to, we're hearing that uh, people are going in uh, going to um, turn the back on the flag during the national anthem or kneel and things like that. That's going to cause a firestorm in this country, and it's going to be something else. I think
0: um, you can turn. They can go ahead and turn their back on the flag all they want because only six people will be watching it on TV, and no one will care. No one cares. Nobody cares. I mean, I mean, it's Jay said it before. It's like nobody, who, I mean, you're gonna. It's in Japan. First off, are you gonna stay up till like four in the morning to watch women skeet shooting or whatever the fuck they're doing? Like, no, nah, I'm not. Uh, most people aren't, and they're turned off. Nobody, no, everyone's tired of hearing about how terrible the United States is. It's. I think people are at the wit's end. I mean, you, you're starting to finally get people to show up to these um uh school board meetings all these things like people are just sick and tired of hearing it even and it's like not even just like it's it, and it, you can't even say it's just white people it's like blacks and hispanics even they're showing up and they're like we're tired of hearing it and it's like mostly aimed at white people so Absolutely. um
2: our media you, you know, our everything is just uh anti-american anti-america Uh, And meanwhile, you're having an uprising in Cuba with American flags waving everywhere, like proud people. All they want is freedom. And we've got people here burning our own flags like we should be able to trade like we should just run a big trade. We'll take the Cubans. Yeah, they won't let the Cubans in because they know exactly which way the Cubans will vote. Let's be real about that. They'll let everybody else in because they know exactly which way they could get them to vote any of the Nicaraguans or the South Americans, all them. They'll let all them in. But the Cubans, when they actually have a right to amnesty because they're running from persecution and their life and their government and communism. Oh, no, we're not going to help them out. We ain't going to say nothing about that. They even first tried to turn it around and say, Oh, it's because of COVID they couldn't get.
0: Yeah, it was the Stupid. Get
2: the fuck out of here! And people—the problem is people buy this shit. People believe these these outlandish, you know, outlandish stories, and it's pushed on you day in and day out. I would gladly trade the left for any of those Cubans carrying carrying those swinging those flags right now.
0: I have. I have, you know, two points. One, one I agree. One, I agree with uh, that that original sentiment and the Cubans uh, seeking freedom. Actually, we know uh, statistically the Cubans basically helped Trump carry Florida. I mean, they were huge uh, down in the Miami area. He actually made like really some massive gains in Miami. I think we talked about this on some of the shows right after the election. Todd, actually, I think you were you were you were talking a lot about that Hispanic. Um, I know you were you were really banging that drum and you were correct, obviously, with the the Hispanic gains. Uh, Steve Cortez is someone you can follow on Twitter. He's he talks a lot about the his, Hispanic impact, but really that was uh, driven by the Cubans. And then you had some actually some Mexican-Americans along the border of Texas who were sick of all the immigration stuff. And they were starting to turn the corner too. Um, And there, there is one thing Jay is right. I mean, the Cubans um, I'm, I'm concerned. So my, I, like I said, I have two points. So I I think Jay made basically what we would consider to be an obvious point in that we would prefer Cubans who actually honor and, and understand what Liberty means. But, but I have two, two things. One, I have to be skeptical about what's happening in Cuba right now because I just it just reeks sometimes of like CIA State Department in interference, right? I mean, it's, it, it could be, you know, um, something behind all this that is it makes it inorganic, right? And then the other thing is, what really pisses me off is you, you're you going to have all these Republicans now running around telling us, oh, we got to support the Cubans and stuff. Meanwhile, you have people who are sitting in solitary confinement for taking selfies inside the Capitol during January 6th, and they're not lifting a finger to free those people, and they're Americans, okay? And as much as I, I'm sure the Cubans need our support, the only people I give a shit about are American citizens right now. I'm sorry, Cubans. Like, no disrespect. Like I get it, you got to struggle, you got a long fight ahead of you, and when I get my country unfucked, I will be more than happy to come and help you. Um, but right now, I, I we can't help you because we've got our own problems. Okay, there you can't you're, help ourselves. We can't. We really can't. And and I think the 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 real issue is. Um, uh, you know, it's it's the Republicans really like this stuff because it takes away from the fact that they're not doing their job here, which is representing us. They love it. They love it because they love these foreign policy things. They love the Haiti thing. They love the Cuba thing because it's red meat. They can raise they can raise money off of it. Um, They can send the emails out. Hey, uh, do you support Cuban freedom? Are you an anti-communist like me? Give me 50 bucks. Meanwhile, Americans are rotting away in jail in Washington, D.C. And it's and it's it's appalling. And it's like, you know what? I wish I wish the politicians cared about us as much as they care about the Cubans, who I know they have a fight ahead of them. But it's like, listen, you got to make your own way. You know, and, and what really is upsetting is our politicians that supposedly support us. They really don't, they don't care. And it just, this is just more proof of the pudding that the establishment loves these little foreign policy things because it's distracting. It's distracting away from the fact that our country is evolving all around us. And it's just really fortunate. And there are things like this Cuban and do anything, um, that'll help uh, uh, the American people. So so you have, it's like, well, what, what happened on cooking? Gas is going through the roof. Okay. Joe Biden's still out there trying to spend another 3.4 trillion dollars, whatever the hell they're going to do with the infrastructure shit. And, you know, and then we're going to, to turn around Cubans in Cuba it's just like, enough I'm not going to be callous towards the Cubans but I got enough on my plate before I take on anybody else's stuff because I'm an American fir- I'm an America first guy uh, this is my country so I need to get my country fixed before we can go and help and go on these like interventionist uh, things which I again also disagree with but yeah sorry I didn't mean to suck all the oxygen out of the room
1: no I The only thing I would disagree with is people shouldn't be coerced by the lefts uh, um, saying Trump was the end all end of uh, the world. Basically, if people vote for uh, what is good in their pocketbook, not inflation, not higher taxes, not all of that secure borders then you're going to get what you uh, want here. And that's pretty simple. People just have to understand what they're voting for.
3: And Todd, my to quote my dad, I probably said this before on the show. My dad always says, I don't give a shit about politics. I vote for Republicans because they take less taxes out of my paycheck. That's why I'm a Republican. Because they, you know, Democrats fuck with my bottom line. And well, that's a, bo- that's a
0: very, that's a very, that's I mean, to, no disrespect to your dad. It's a very boomer take. I mean, it's more than just, money in my pocket i mean i, I would say there's cultural and social values if you're breaking or,
3: it down if you're simplifying it that's of the best simple simplification that's what he means by it you
0: know? yeah i mean yeah i it's guess other, no. yeah. there's i mean that's a gross oversimplification and that's why the boomers have driven us into the problems that we have today because that was really all they cared about i mean to be honest with you that's why that's why it's impossible for people our age to buy homes because the boomers were all about gutting the economy because whatever they didn't have to pay for and as much money they could grab with both hands, that's what they did in a generational sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, that used to be the old Reagan type stuff was like, yeah, you know, low taxes. I love America. You know, great. Um, meanwhile, we have complete moral decay around us, which is far worse than anything economic. I'd rather be poor and live in a moral society than be wealthy and live in an immoral society. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Maybe I'm. Maybe I stand alone.
1: Amen. Amen. I'm gonna say something here. Before the election, you had both. Yeah, you could have both. See, it's not an either-or choice. You could. Well, I, vo- I. mean, I voted that way. That's what. That's what I mean. Though, it's imperative that people know what they're doing, and, quite frankly. You can have both. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I didn't feel like we were in moral decay before the election. I still don't really, but uh, because I have faith in America, I still do. Shining City on, on a hill, sorry. But, uh, but yeah, I just think that people have to know what they're voting for. When the media is saying one candidate is the devil, quite liter- literally, you know, that they, they can't be influenced by that. Well,
0: if you if you've been if you're still listening to the media at all today, then there's no really hope. I mean, that, whatever. I, I wouldn't even waste my time. I mean, if you're gonna just take what they say on CNN and Fox, I mean I, I just it, you, I don't I, I don't know. I, I just can't
1: I'm talking no about union and Michigan the Rust Belt that decides the election every time. That's what that's all I'm saying. And my, my thing about the uh, election fraud is, quite frankly, if I was thinking about this today, that to even, to have it even that close, it shouldn't even have been that close so that something could swing the election like that. It really shouldn't if you think about it, because right now you've got soaring inflation, you've got a porous border, yeah, but, and I keep going back to the inflation because that hits real people in their real pocketbooks. The gas, oh, of course it does. Out of control. I mean, it's just the whole thing is just wake up, guys, wake up, know what you're voting for. You know, it's and it's,
0: yeah, well, it's people
1: personality driven. Yeah. That's that's all. Go ahead, care.
0: Sorry to cut you off. No, no, I was just, I'm, I'm sorry. I was letting you uh, finish your point. Um, yeah. I, I just don't. I, I just don't see, I, I guess, I don't know. And, and I, I think there is a major decline and it's beyond economics. Um, it, there's a giant malaise in this country um, from the military um, to the government, to just people in general. I think, um, uh, I mean, you just had a report come out that basically said the Navy is unprepared because they spend all their time with sexual harassment and CRT training. Um, and, and you've got people who are driving ships into each other. Um, and the first thing I would think in the Navy they would teach you is not to drive your ship into another American ship. But we've had two accidents within the last couple of years. Um, you have, uh, first off, even when I was in the Army, everybody knew the Navy, where they were fat. They were all fatzos. So you have an obesity problem in the Navy. Um, the Navy is unprepared. The Navy could not win a conflict against China right now. That's how bad the I Navy might,
3: is. I might, si- I might have to sign off after, after that comment. Now you're talking about the military, Gary? Absolutely. Navy, the Navy are all obese. They are. Why are people driving these trillion-dollar ships anyway? Why aren't like satellites driving these fucking things? How is it possible for them to crash into each other? Oh,
0: because because you Elon can Musk's buy a the fishing boat. Salesman hasn't gotten his hands on him yet.
3: You can buy a fucking fishing boat that takes you out to your fishing hole automatically. But the but the but the Navy doesn't have. But the Navy idiots are crashing into each other. Doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Well, you I mean you have some uh
3: air quotations. What's that, Gary?
0: You have um so here we go. Um let me see if I can find the article uh so the navy this is um from the washington free beacon the navy risks losing a major conflict as vital training time is wasted on identity politics and insufficient funding from congress while they always they're always going to throw the funding in but that's complete nonsense according to a watchdog report sailors speaking anonymously anonymously to investigators blasted the services operations as increasingly toxic and narrowly focused on office politics even as the threat of war with china grows which that's not true um so let's see the surface warfare community definitely suffers from a lack of investment said montgomery a large position of the response to this i think there wasn't the commitment to war fighting that one would expect from a navy that can now see a potential adversary on the horizon um So I guess it goes on to say there's limited resources for shipbuilding and maintenance. Um, There's uh, they're stretched thin because of they have extended missions from the U.S. bases. Uh, Let's see.
3: Blah, 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 blah.
0: Pretty much. Um, but yeah, so they've had these reports that basically say the Navy's unprepared and it's, and it's true. And I would even go to far as to say probably the army's in the same way.
2: Um, Meanwhile, Ch- China promotes, uh, toxic masculinity and strong manly men.
3: China has the biggest Navy in the world now, right?
2: Uh, I think think but there's still
0: like the the certain classes i think we have like the capital class ships which we still have more of and the aircraft carriers i think we still have more of but i think overall ship wise they have more ships than us which doesn't always necessarily mean um bigger is better but they are definitely catching up in terms of capital ships
3: that's what i tell the ladies
0: right and they and they don't believe you, which is also true to
3: that point. So, they act. They act um, like they, to my face. They act, like Watson, they, <laughs> they act like they believe. They act like they. It's the motion of the ocean.
0: No. So I sent an article earlier today. I don't know if you guys saw it. Was the article by Pat Buchanan? Do you guys know who Pat Buchanan is?
1: i you know I voted for the man. So shit.
0: Wow, so that was the the one and only time you were really uh, conservative in your life, Todd. When did you is that after that you became a big lib?
2: What'd you say say that again, Todd? I'm a
1: Buchanan guy. What the? What?
0: Todd voted for Pat Buchanan. Oh, the man, they are gonna cancel your ass.
1: He was a speechwriter for. Reagan. He was what? A
0: speech. He was a speechwriter for Nixon.
1: Right. Yes, but he also served under Reagan. Yeah, yeah, but go ahead. I I enjoy Patrick. Let's put that. Well, way. I'm
0: saying, did you guys catch the article that I sent you?
1: No, I guess I missed that one. Okay. Go ahead though, because I I will have thoughts.
0: Well, so basically. Well, were you going to go into? Did you look up anything about Joe Biden's speech in Philadelphia or no?
1: No, I mean, what I mean, I know what he was going to say. He's like, "I won, don't worry about it." It's not, yeah, but I mean, that's I that's, much. Oh, no, I'm much more he, interested in what Pat Cannon said than Joe Biden. <laughs> put it that way?
0: Well, I. You know, the thing is, is, you, well, whatever. But Joe Biden said more than just, I won, don't worry about it. He said, we are, this is a quote from Joe Biden. He said, we are facing the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole. Since the Civil War, the Confederates back then never breached the Capitol as insurrectionists did on January 6th. Well, I would also add that the Confederacy would wish that the police officers that were guarding Washington, D.C. at the time would open the doors for all of them. But, I mean, that goes without saying, I guess. Um, I mean, they, might they might have.
1: I literally could have guessed what he said. Uh, yes. Exactly. I'm not surprised by that at all. I mean, basically, he's trying to paint anyone as like you say a Confederate or even worse, whatever. But honestly, honestly, if this is why I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I listen to him, but he puts me to sleep most of the time. So I don't really pay attention a lot. But quite frankly, like if you're, if you're not worried about this, then just let the audits happen, let everything happen and you're still gonna win. If you don't have the confidence to believe you won an honest election, that's how you would react. That's how you would so, react. You're proving the other side's point. shame
2: it from the rafters, Todd.
1: I mean, do you not want just an, just an audit? Why, why are you afraid of an audit? Say why, it loud and proud. Why do you have to say you're a confederate if you believe in an audit? God bless America. <laughs> so, that's my two cents. I mean...
2: Let, let me... Uh, bravo, well, Todd, we, bravo. Best <laughs> two cents I've heard a long time. And, absolutely, right.
0: Well, He's absolutely right. Well, let, let me, uh, Todd, let me get... Let me. Uh, while while we're stoking your fire with uh, coal here, let me uh let me it's read. Burning
3: baby, Burn. That's
0: what burn. I'm. That's what I'm saying. While we're stoking it, let me uh it let me read you guy. what. Let me let me read what uh, Buchanan wrote. Well, I think this is interesting because it draws a parallel to Lincoln. We know how much Todd likes Lincoln, so we'll see how you untangle this, Todd. So hold on, let me read this right.
3: It looks like he's refueling right now. Oh, what's was he pounding wine? <laughs> um. It's,
0: uh, so Buchanan writes, yet by casting himself in his party as today's party of Lincoln and Republican governors as Confederates, with the stakes equal to the survival of the Union, Biden has raised the stakes of this minor political skirmish and raised the political risk to himself if he fails, as is likely. Biden has just shoved a large pile of his political chips into the middle of the table in a show of confidence that he can bring off Senate passage of the For the People Act, and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, when both pieces of legislation look to be certain losers. Neither has the 60 votes needed for passage, neither has a single Republican vote, nor is there evidence either can gain the 50 Democratic votes in the Senate that would require a unanimous caucus. And if either measure got the 50 votes needed for passage, Democrats would still need 50 votes to break a GOP filibuster. Yet Democratic senators such as Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema are opposed to abolishing the filibuster. A six-term Senator Joe Biden appears to be himself. Is Biden putting on a show of defiance for the progressive wing of his party? For again, what is that issue here so critical as to elicit comparison with a civil war that cost 600,000 American lives? To prevent voting legislation from being enacted into law, Texas Democrats fled from the state legislature in Austin and from Texas itself to deny Republicans a quorum. And what did the liberal and progressive Texans fear? Two pieces of legislation, says the New York Times. Both measures would ban 24-hour voting and drive-through voting, prohibit election officials from proactively sending absentee ballot applications to voters who had not requested them, Add new voter identification requirements for voting by mail, limit the types of assistance that can be provided to voters, and greatly expand the authority and autonomy of partisan poll watchers. Are such modest proposals all within prerogatives of state government under the Constitution truly a threat to the republic as serious as the possibility of the second civil war? Democrats are faking this, casting themselves in the familiar role of progressives fighting heroically for democracy against neo-fascist forces of the right. Declared Biden at the National Constitution Center, the 21st century Jim Crow assault is real. It's unrelenting. Yet with all his rhetoric placing himself in the tradition of linking and casting Republicans in the role of diehard segregationists and vote deniers, Biden is promising something he almost surely cannot deliver. What lies ahead? Having raised the stakes in this fight, Biden has raised the cost of his likely defeat. The probable elements of the defeat will be a failure to bring about a unanimous Democratic Senate vote or the refusal of Democratic senators to break a Republican filibuster. Out of this will come anger at Biden among progressives for his not going public to demand suspension of the filibuster, rage at Manchin and and other Democratic senators to secretly back retention of the filibuster. Another victory for Senator Mitch McConnell and more lost time for the bigger items on the Biden agenda all the price of Joe Biden's absurd rhetorical hype. So I guess that's why Todd has given up watching Joe Biden's speeches because he knows it's absurd. <laughs> well,
1: here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I once again agree with Pat Buchanan, a man that I voted for in 1992 and I believe 1996 as well. When he ran I love
0: me. you again, Todd. Now, Todd, I've fallen back in love with you. I'm, I'm in love with you now, Todd.
1: I I also gave a patent speech for Ross Perot uh, in '92, so I never really voted for Bush proudly in '92. Um, uh, even uh, it was it was funny, but quite frankly, he's exactly correct. This should not be a big issue for the person who won. I understand for us who were on the other side and we're trying to get support, but for the person who won, he should say, you know, but I won, and you'll see that. But for him to put this as, this is the second civil war, you're, Buchanan's right. He's raising the stakes, and quite frankly, not going to help Biden and his uh, Democrats by doing that. Quite frankly, uh, He's actually hurting himself, in my opinion, because quite frankly, I think you're gonna see, uh, I think you're gonna see people say, hey, uh, first of all, you're not doing a very good job right now. And second of all, I mean, it, people like us are paying attention to the audit. The more Biden talks about the audit, the more traction it gets, in my, in my opinion. Um, but raising the stakes to that level, that's only going to backfire, in my opinion. And by the way, um, I, I was a fan of the show Crossfire on CNN when CNN actually had...
0: Well, T- Tucker was like on there back in the day, too, your boy Tucker.
1: Yeah, they had conservatives like Pat Buchanan and Tucker Carlson who replaced Buchanan when he ran for president uh, on that show and that's why i love that show but uh alas a ala, have seen it's not not like that anymore
0: yeah i think i think the irony is though the joe biden positioning himself as you know Abraham Lincoln. I again, I, I've you know, as I've said before, I'm not a super fan of Lincoln, but it again is the proposition nation, this idea that we're all Americans instead of individual states. Um, it's it's really the concentra- Again, Abraham Lincoln is to blame for this, which is the concentration of federal power. Um, you know, and maybe if Lincoln didn't get assassinated, maybe he would have, you know, devolved from those positions and given the uh, the power back to the states with his malice towards none policy and reconstruction would have been completely different. You know, we don't know. Right. Um, But the simple fact that he opened Pandora's box and at the time was absolutely okay with using national power over state power um, just goes to show that this is the predicament that we're in now. And it's obviously it's grown tremendously throughout, you know, the last 150 years. Um, or, uh, so I, I just think that the, um, the Biden administration is, is really cause, cause that's, it seems like when the Democrats are in power, they, they use the federal government and, and that, I guess that's what people are get annoyed with, like, guys like Trump again, which was, like, not understanding how to use federal power or abrogating the bureaucracy and going and doing kind of things like Obama did, right, when it was, like, the phone and the pen, um, right. which I guess Trump tried to do. But Biden, like, quadrupled the amount of executive orders while also rescinding all of Trump's executive orders. Anyway, I'm, 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 I'm meandering. No,
1: but, you're right about that. Democrats are better with the uh, federal executive power. You're right about that. Oh, two things. One, one I think it would have been different with uh, Lincoln because he did get uh, shot, but we did have to get rid of slavery. I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I don't care how we did. We needed. To get... <laughs> what you, what you... <laughs> Go ahead, Todd. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna wake from that.
0: Second, second I mean, did we really have to, Todd? Did we really <laughs> have to get rid of slavery?
1: Second of all, <laughs> geez, <I'm, laughs> quite frankly, uh, the dem- Democrats want their power to come from government. You're right about that. I, I mean, this coronavirus thing has shown we are 50 independent states in a lot of regards Um, and and I'm glad about that because honestly, the American public had not known this for our lifetimes, probably since the civil war. I I mean, I I don't think individual states have revolted with the COVID-19 situation Um, before this. I think we just kind of all went, went along with whatever the federal government said you know, I don't. I don't remember uh, certain states going one way and other states going another. In most every other case, besides slavery, I do support that. I let me get that because uh, we do have fifty independent states, and quite frankly, that's why we have the electoral college. The, the Democrats who want to who want to um, get rid of the Electoral College don't like the system that we have. We, in a presidential election... Yeah,
0: if, but that system was created by slaveholders, Todd, so shouldn't we throw it out like the slave slaveholding states?
1: So, so here, here's my combat to that. The, sla- the slave owners wanted one vote for every slave. The North wanted nothing. So it was, a, uh, uh, it was a compromise for three fifths of a, of a slave to have a vote in the original constitution uh, for representation. That was a compromise. The, the, uh, basically the, the South wanted to have its cake and eat, eat it too, um, but they- Yeah, but
0: that's not my point, but, but the- I didn't say that,
1: but I just wanted to say that uh, about slavery and the Constitution, and all that stuff. It, it gets into my uh, physics, specifics lesson kind of thing. But uh, we do have independent states, and they have the right to do uh, certain things that are not cur- not uh, in line with the federal government, such as. The- let me ask
0: you. Let me ask you a question, and I'm being serious. Sure. Do they have the right? Do they have the right to leave the union?
1: That,
3: are you gonna lead that, this discussion?
1: That would take that would take uh, a two hour discussion. <laughs> I would say it's a
0: yes or no question.
1: I would say that they would.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Would that they would.
0: Now, well, that's that's in, that's interesting. Civil you War, have a lot of reconcile you have a lot of reconciling to do, Todd, a lot of thinking on that.
1: Now the Civil War, like I I hate slavery. So I see rant, okay. So
0: you know yeah, but that I, wasn't the only that wasn't the only secessionist movement in the history of the country. I mean, you had the Hartford Convention during the war of eighteen twelve, or New England wanted to
3: leave um, the southern states. Um, you know, there's more history. You should have let those motherfuckers leave. Fuck I, New England.
1: Personally spoken, I, li-
3: spoken like a true Jet fan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, wearing a, I'm
1: wearing a Jet
3: I, I I see right. that. So personally, Tom, um, put, put, I mean, you, Tom Brady left the new, he left New England. That's right. I was
0: going to say, I was going to say it would have been, had that been the case, you know, Tom Brady would have been in another country and we would have never, the Jets would have won so many Super Bowls. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Todd, you were making, you were probably making a more important point than that. Go no, on.
1: It's okay. The Jets were more important. But, but, uh, no,
0: they're not. I mean,
1: I mean, the, the idea of uh, states having their own voice, I mean, that that is why the United States of America's constitution is different than every other country in the world. It really is. That's why other countries don't understand our elections and our even uh, more local elections they most don't...
0: Americans don't understand our elections, Todd.
1: I agree.
2: I mean, that's part of
0: the I
1: problem. I agree with you.
2: <laughs> most Americans barely understand impeachment, let alone America. Elections. Most most Americans barely
0: understand
1: English. <laughs> I agree with you. Okay. okay. And you know what? On a serious point, I go back to this, uh, what I said on Friday about the educational system educational system now does not want to emphasize that you know it's it's rather interesting because we go we a lot of what we talk about goes back to the younger generation and i do worry about the younger generation because they're indoctrinated to not know how our system works and they're just saying well shouldn't the popular vote for president just uh, carried the day. I'm like, no. Washington State has a voice. Oregon has a voice. But you know what? Missouri and Iowa has a voice, too. And the younger generation is not getting educated to that regard.
2: Our schooling system sucks. Get rid of CRT. Bring back Vogue. Give our kids fuck a trade. Give our kids skills for the future. Let them be able to work with their hands. Give them something that's going to give them a, a good paying job. Bring back Vogue. Put some coding in there. Put some coding classes, some computer classes. It, it can't be all or bust. You need to have some in, something in our schools to give kids skills. We have talented, no. smart, young children. We took vocational schools out of We took vocational classes out of schools. We're putting in CRT. It's a joke. We need to invest in our children. We need to give them the skills and the tools they need as children to succeed in a world that is going to be a little bit crazy and that us as adults might not be ready for. But that's what we need to do. We need to invest in our kids and get rid of the bullshit in the schools and get voc and Trades back in school. He,
3: he, here's the, he, Jay's here. running for uh, the PTA board, if, if you were wondering.
2: That's oh, awesome. That's
1: important. That's important. They uh,
2: absolutely hate me and would never vote for me in a, a million You years don't so. know that. know. I was on PTA to, uh, first and second grade and kind of got kicked out. So. Well, you should try the school board.
1: Well, Jay, that's why uh, Trump won in 2016, and his policies will probably win again in 2024 most people agree with you on that
2: and just like he won in 2020
0: well i think um so neil had brought up curtis yarvin before um and curtis yarvin actually has a a great point about uh procedure and until we destroy and I, and I mean, this seriously, the entire educational system in the United States, there's no way to really reform it because the people who control the procedures will always be like your teachers union, your, demo, you know, your democratic governments. And if you keep trying to work within the system, uh, the system has to absolutely be destroyed because the system will always find, figure out a way to work around any type of quote unquote reform. And that's the problem with conservatives. That's the problem with right, like a lot of right leaning people is that they think they can use these procedures and these bureaucracies. They're like, if we could get into the education system and just implement these four things, then it'll work. And it's like, no, I mean, that was the whole thing with Trump, right? I mean, it was proven. It's like, Trump's like, well, let's go in and do this. Well, what'd the bureaucracy do? They slam the brakes on everything. And then it was like, well, you have to get rid of the bureaucracy. And it's like, well, you can't do that because, you know, the uh, that union, we raise money with that union and those people over there. And then you have these people that are embedded like ticks. And, and James Burnham talks about this, about the managerial bureaucracy, is that people who are elected come and go. But this managerial bureaucracy sits there. I mean, you look at the teachers union, you look at the education system, all these people, they sit there like leeches for like 35 fucking years They suck off the tit of government. They suck off the tit of the taxpayer. And unless you go in and you absolutely blow the thing up, there's no reform because these people, what they'll do is they'll take the reform and they'll drag it out or they'll change it through regulations, right? You'll pass a law and then what? The bureaucracy gets in and they put a regulation in. And so it's great that you're saying all those things, Jay, about like vocational stuff and everything. The only really weapon we have is to pull your kids out of school and homeschool them. Uh, to deny the state, even the opportunity to indoctrinate your child. Um, you know, it's, it's sad. And your it's a property
3: tax would still be, would still be
0: you know. right. And that's part of it. And, but then again, my, my, again, people aren't motivated enough and, and maybe there is some motivation, but it's like mm-hmm. the teachers didn't work all year last year. Why the fuck should they get paid? Didn't do shit. Okay. They taught on a computer screen. It's like, great. It's like, you, you know, it, it, all all that stuff um it, it's it's just it's silly and and again the teachers they always will tell you they're for the children and then i have their hand out for more money um and you know that's the irony of it it's 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 just a big bureaucratic scam and and that's what the education system is so i mean that's what it is in america we're dumber uh we're poor and um that's the reality of the matter. I mean, I, it's statistically proven. I mean, you can, you can say that I'm, Gary's being mean, Gary's being wrong, but look at the numbers you don't, don't trust me. I mean, they're dumb. Um, the kids are dumb, but they can tell you who's a racist. They can tell you George Washington is a bad man. So anyway,
1: that's what I worry about the uh, future generations. I really do because unfortunately they're getting indoctrinated on only one theory of, uh, of uh, government. And I don't believe it's the truth uh, of, of uh, our system. Unfortunately, uh, you know, ho- hopefully in the heartland it's different. You know, uh, obviously where I live, it's uh, one way that I disagree with, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm just hopeful that uh, that we can go back to that. I will say, if we have someone good at the top, I mean, I will say it's such as Trump. Uh, no. I, well, no, I disagree with you.
0: There has to be uh, a bottom up approach, not a top down approach. No. You can't, you can't, hold on, Todd, you can't just make the statement that it's important for states localities to, to to function the way the Constitution was written and then say we need a, a, a top-down approach you need to win you need to win the towns you need to win the states and you need to change it from below
1: I would agree with you the, the, the thing of it is when you have the top person on television each and every day enforcing what you hear at the schools that's doubling bad so I agree with you. It's just yeah, I agree. it yeah. does matter what you see on television every day for 4 years. So we we were Turn, the, in turn
0: the TV people. off.
1: Well, most people don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: We're not most people though.
1: Right, exactly. So uh, other topics that you guys have?
3: I'd say it's getting uh, late here on the East Coast if there's any Any other passions? We feel like. uh...
0: Oh man, I wasn't. I was gonna get in and start ripping the military, but I guess you guys are gonna put an end to that, huh?
3: Go by all means, Gary. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Well, hold on. Let me see if I can find. So, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of like Black Rifle Coffee. Are you guys familiar with it?
1: Yes, I I do actually. I read that story that they're. Oh, you uh... did. Oh yes uh, uh, I've seen them around uh, not in our area but I've heard know about them on social media and I, I think it's a good idea but I did hear that they're trying to somewhat distance themselves from supporters that they may find uh, a little bit too extreme so well
0: so, so, ba- so basically black rifle coffee so so there's this whole industry that's been created now um, where they have this like appeal to veterans. Like you have stuff like grunt style and you have all that like LARPing bullshit that veterans like myself think is complete garbage. It's like garbage shit that they sell to the normies and black rifle coffee is part of that um, industry. Um, and, and, and what you have is so uh, Black Rifle Coffee came into the news because Kyle Rittenhouse was wearing a Black Rifle Coffee shirt, I think, when he first got bailed out after shooting uh, the pedophile and the wife beater and the other weirdo, Antifa, blew his hand off. Um, and Black Rifle Coffee came out and made, made this statement. Their CEO made this huge statement about them not supporting Kyle Rittenhouse, not su- supporting right wingers but yet these guys are veterans who fought for the country and fought for freedom. And all this kid was doing was defending himself as he had fallen down on the road. And uh, uh, the, the one guy actually pulled a pistol off to try to shoot uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. But, but, um, but the big story, and this is how, smackin you know, the
2: skateboard, smacking
0: him with a skateboard. Him with the skateboard. This is how, you know, it's a complete psychological operation because uh, on July 18th, uh, there was an article um, what's today? That's today, isn't it? Uh, earlier this morning, Ken, uh, uh, or I guess this was duplicated from the New York Times. I didn't think it was today. I think this was an article from a couple of days ago, but Yahoo posted it today, and it's can The Black Rifle Coffee Company become the Starbucks of the right, and if you know that, if you if you, and this article was originally written by the New York Times. So if you know the New York Times is pushing this first thing you should do is absolutely raise an eyebrow and, and, and be suspect. Um, so, uh, basically they write this like glowing article about, um, uh, the black rifle coffee company and how, um, they, uh, how they are trying to appeal to the veteran community, but they don't wanna uh, be aligned with white supremacy and they disavow white supremacy. And they were gonna, uh, one of the things they were gonna do is they were gonna create a roast that had the um, uh, St. Michael on it. But then they found out that it was a symbol of white supremacy. So the, the picture and image of St. Michael, the archangel, now is a white supremacy. Which again goes to the to the underlying attacks of white white supremacy, which is it's the anti anti Christian. Um, the the attacks and sm- smears are anti Christian because if you're going to say that the archa- the the image of uh, Saint Michael the Archangel is white supremacy, it's completely ridiculous when he's the the um, the patron saint of soldiers along with Saint George and. Uh, basically, like they're larpers. they're they're these ex-military guys that have these connections to the CIA in um, either directly or indirectly. And they've created this company, and of course, it's like blown up all huge. and it's like, well, how, how did this company become so huge? And it's basically a psychological operation by the by the elites to basically keep the you know, veterans uh, corralled in a particular mindset um, so as to not challenge narratives and to kind of go along. But at the same time, I know I'm doing a terrible job describing it, but they're, they're basically trying to create this artificial fabric of like what it is to be a veteran. Right. And, and for veterans to like these like cheese dick kind of stuff, like black rifle coffee, like, yeah, I've got this gun. I'm going to shoot my gun. I'm going to buy all these guns and shoot my guns and drink coffee. And it's like total garbage (laughs) it really i mean it really is it's like total it's total garbage and there's a whole industry catered around it meanwhile veterans are committing suicide by huge numbers they're not getting the the kind of support from the government to uh take care of, of of those real issues and um no it was just it was just interesting because uh i thought um there was a guy on twitter uh who did a great um, kind of rundown. I sent it to you guys earlier. I don't know um, uh, if you guys got into it. Um, but uh, I'm going to read some of the because he, he does it with such great justice. So he's uh, he's a guy, his name's Wyatt, but he always has to change his handle because he does these really, really like uh, risque tweets and Twitter boots him off and then he comes back in a different variation but uh his current handle is he's it's kind of weird it's called at tummy muncher i don't know what the hell that means but it's this dude Wyatt, right so he goes what do you get when you mix brain dead consumerism genius marketing and a depressing empty vet culture that is shaped and molded by literal cia trained bad actors with film degrees you get at black rifle coffee we have always heard it if there is a civil war, it will last 10 seconds because all the Republican veterans will shit on the Democrat women and soy boys. Okay, what if I told you that won't happen because the CIA has people like App Black Rifle Coffee running an op to control culture? American military veterans today are actually massive pussies. January 6th proved that they are all talk, but we have known for some time after PTSD was invented by psychiatrists along with transgenderism, that vets are not serious. However, this has not always been the case. Back after World War II, when we really had vet, when we had real vets that actually loved their country and fought real enemies and had things in common with each other, they did rad shit like shoot up police stations when they tried rigging elections. So that was the Battle of Athens. You can read about that uh, Athens, Tennessee. Uh, just a little short synopsis of that story. Basically, a corrupt sheriff and a corrupt government came in and they rigged an election. A bunch of veterans went in, got their rifles straight from World War Two, uh, took on the cops, shot up the uh, police station, had a firefight with the sheriff, uh, uh, def- basically defeated the sheriff and the people on the sheriff's side. They wound up having elections that were free and open and uh, they wound up um, uh, getting the right candidates in. After the Battle of uh, Tennessee. So if you guys are interested in that check that out the Battle of Athens. I continue. Those people don't exist anymore, mainly because the federal government can't have a bunch of trained armed men running around using force when the powers that be overstep their bounds. So a new culture was needed to replace traditional masculinity, fake masculinity. How come a badass anti libtard rock and roll America veteran brand of right wingers has a fat black woman in charge of squints, people, and culture? What the fuck is a vice president of people and culture? Who normalized this? Why would badass high speed operators do this? It's because it's fucking marketing. The vice president of the company is the genius who started bottling Starbucks to poison millions by making them caffeine fiends drinking literal sugary slop obese vets are combat ineffective vets but makes black rifle coffee scary is how effective the marketing was it goes to show how a single org can mold an image of a culture try to watch this video he's got the video of um one of black rifle coffee's first videos on here it came out four years ago this was before trump was president that's how culturally old it is Instead of veterans being responsible men who came home from war, defending their country and coming back to live their fruitful live their life fruitfully and have families, it's a tattoo-covered frat party where you need ten thousand side by sides and a hundred thousand machine guns to feel like a man. People will laugh their ass off at the first image. It's a guy who's collecting those Funko Pop dolls, and on the other image, but not the other image, it's a it's a room with a. Um, Uh, with an arm. It's like an armory room with all these guns in it. I'm a gun owner. I want to buy more guns, but gun culture is AIDS because the people running the culture are generally queers. January 6th happens. Everyone saw it. Millions of people stayed up that night and saw what happened at 3. AM. Nobody didn't see it yet. Where were the guys like uh, nothing fancy and James Yeager? Where were the guys with $10,000 worth of night vision? nowhere they don't need their firearms taken from them because they are already disarmed this is this is a key tweet right here this is this is interesting they don't need their firearms taken from them because they are already disarmed american men are not willing to die for their country the uber state won long ago without a shot being fired guns won't be banned because they won't ever be used we might even get more rights the lesson is, if you see a company like this pop up, shit test them. Make them risk going on the no-fly list. If they don't pass the test, humiliate them relentlessly and get them to expose their fans fangs even more. Better to have no right-wing companies than fake ones. Um, so, uh, let's see. He kind of does a follow-up um, uh, tweet section here let me check one more thing uh and the the second tweet roll and i won't i won't get into that one maybe i'll save that one for another time because i know it's getting late but basically he goes in and how they've marketed all of these navy seals and green berets right all these navy seal guys now and these green berets sell all these books and they It's like, I'm an operator, I'm an operator on all these shows. They do all these, like, all these things, but the regular soldier doesn't have any stories about them. And it's like this, basically, it's this cultivated CIA psychological operation culture that is is used to control, you know, the veteran population. I just thought it was really interesting, and it had to do with Black Rifle Coffee was in the news because of the New York Times article. But anyway, so what do you guys think?
1: First of all, Gare, I want to tell you, have you ever bought coffee from that company? Have I? Yes. No. Okay. Um, because I, I would have before the uh, articles, you know, I didn't know any better, but I haven't, but uh, I don't think they're in the uh, Northwest area or at least Seattle. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm not surprised because that's what your opposition would do that if they're smart. So I'm not shocked by this, but uh, yeah, that's a good way to get uh, to try to do a PSYOP or whatever you want to call. I'm not from the military and don't try to pretend to be, but it's an operation and uh, yeah i mean uh sounds like they're pretty fake to me
0: well it ties into kind of what we've talked about before right where the actual military like the navy is unprepared and then veterans who get out continue continually get caught in these um these like kind of fake larping right and 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 then again someone like yourself thought i think you said it perfectly you're like well i I wouldn't know. I, I, you would think you were going out to buy that coffee and be supportive of the military or veterans or right. Cause they, they go, we're a veteran owned thing and, and you want to be a patriotic American. So you're going to go out and you're going to buy that coffee. You're going to go and, and uh, you know, have that stuff. And in reality, um, you know, these guys are just, they're, 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 they're fake. It's, it's a complete made up invented thing by, um, you know, Uh, people who want to control, have controlled opposition.
1: So, See, it's funny because I was uh, thinking of going out to uh, go see the Mariners in Denver this week. I didn't do that. But I was thinking about going to go uh, to Shooter's Grill, which is Lauren Bopert's small business. That's why she got to be in Congress, kind of.
2: She's hot. She's super hot. She could 100% be my next ex-wife. Okay. Just throwing that out there.
1: But uh, but she started this business um, with the uh, I work on her politics. I'll work on them. But um, the ladies there that are there, actually their own security, they're armed. And that's kind of the theme of the, of the restaurant. Uh, uh, but I would have tried to go there because it's uh, around the Denver area or Colorado, at least. Um, so I try to support businesses like that, but yeah, I, I would have been hoodwinked. I will tell you. Um, but there are there are uh, kind of fake conservatives or whatever you want to say. When the going gets tough, tough, it's uh, kind of like Thomas Paine and his summer patriot. Uh, when he was talking about the summer Patriots will fade, but the real Patriots will uh, uh, go on during the Revolutionary War. Um, it's basically true. So, yeah. Garrett, do you have anything to add? Or Neil, or... Uh, hey, Todd.
2: Jay, Todd. Thanks, Todd. Jay. Thank you. Thanks, hey, You
1: sorry, he said, Jay. He said, he said Neil. I had a mind
2: freeze. It's okay, I had T- a mind okay. freeze. It's okay. It's okay, Tad. No problem. <laughs>
3: no, we didn't like that. That Easy
1: there, Ted. I bet a long day today, so. But um, all good, buddy. No worries. You
2: know.
1: But well, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm good. Unless you guys have anything else, I think I'm good. I will say Lauren Bobert's um, her theme of her restaurant uh, was good. Quite frankly, it kind of t- ties into her getting in trouble because she wanted to be armed at the Capitol because she didn't feel protected. Um, what, um, my kind of woman.
0: Not when he got uh that cop running around shooting people like Ashley Babbitt, I could totally. Uh, yeah, who
2: totally shoot, who shot Ashley talk. Babbitt? Do we know his name? Yet?
1: Well, I mean, I think Trump knows. He can't say. Womp, womp. I think he knows. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, she got in trouble because she wanted to carry a firearm into the Capitol. So. I'm not surprised she would be the one because she carried uh, in her own establishment, which was fair at the time. So, but uh, Gary, if we don't have anything else, uh, uh, Jay or Neil, do you have anything else? If I do, not, we I, can uh, carry us ourselves out.
3: This, well, I do want to. This might not. I don't know how well this is going to go. But it's a question. I yeah. really don't know the answer. I didn't get the chance to look into it today. I saw there was a shooting. We're talking about sports, Gary. Okay. Um, uh, There was a shooting at the Nationals game. I yeah, I did see that, yes. I just, I just saw well, – so I was, I was playing in it the, is the. Let me just give my it, perspective. I was playing in the sure. bar band last night, and they had the big screen TVs, and I just saw they actually were escorting fans out, like, on the field. And then I thought maybe because the weather was terrible, and D.C. is not far from here, I thought maybe it was, like, a bad lightning storm. And then I saw this morning that it was actually a shooting and that's all I saw. So I'm asking really, I'm asking in this podcast, what the fuck happened?
0: It it is DC flag to me. It is DC. No, they were actually found two bodies on the street that were like two dudes were actually shot and killed and they (laughs) were on this, they were on the street. They were on the street of uh, yeah, I think four people got shot. Total two were killed. Um, and they were
2: real rough and,
3: so well,
0: first, yeah, I mean, now that there's no cops, right? Like- I mean, unless unless you're taking a unless you're taking a selfie at the Capitol, well, um, Harry,
3: I, I, was it or Todd or Andrew Jay, Was it was it like um, were these victims? Or, well, that's not the right say. Was it like passersby that got shot, or was it like a hit?
0: I thought it was like just typical DC crime that kind of yeah, spilled out into the gang violence. Yeah, yeah, I think it was just typical gang violence that spilled out by the stadium.
2: Black on black crime,
0: um, which is black on black crime, is white supremacy. So, I just want to make that clear. Um,
1: well, yeah, we we want to make it clear. We don't know the details, but um, yeah, <laughs> but,
3: I, I don't know any details. I told you what I. We'll probably... I will probably. died. I didn't know the people. I, I heard. I, I saw the, the word shooting, but I. Didn't... <laughs> I
0: didn't know. That. No, it was So apparently, a- like, you, you know how there's there's the streets. I do know that. There's,
1: go ahead, Jay. There's the streets. Uh, go ahead, Gare. Gare.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, basi- basically the street that the stadium is on, like when you walk up to the stadium to the ticket booth, that sidewalk – Two dudes got smoked right there, and that's what scared everybody because the shots were literally
1: right outside the stadium.
2: There could be a shooting headline in DC every day.
1: Just not an outside a sporting event. but You're right. I mean, that's it's pretty.
0: pretty. Why? Well, my first question is, is, like, why do you think because you go to a baseball game like you're so safe? Like, what makes that you're in so special
2: in the middle of DC? Yeah, really. I mean, ever been to an Oakland game, bro? You well, could I go know, to an Oakland game, and you're not even safe in the stands. And that's just from the fans. It's because it's America's
3: pastime. We, that's
1: it's safe. we have a friend, a mutual friend, that's a uh, East fan, and I'm not sure why it goes. <laughs> yeah, and
0: he and he t- and he tells you all the time how terrible that stadium is and the environment around it.
2: True, a, jet, a Jets game in the Meadowlands In the 90s wasn't necessarily the safest Place to be either when they were like Well no 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 but I'm, but I'm just saying like why
0: do people have This expectation that you're Going to go to a stadium and not Shit go to anything in Philly now Or a hundred years ago no And things. you get, Right and you've got a chance of like uh, Remember
1: City, Uh
0: Banks, whatever, ballpark, Yeah, yeah. What, Who uh Inside the I remember, gates, I remember going to a game with our friend who was originally from California, Neil. And didn't some homeless guy punch punch him in the face or something like that outside of a Philadelphia game, outside of a Phillies story, game?
3: But that's that sounds hilarious if that happened.
0: It was either him or his other friend. Anyway, I, I won't get. I'm not going to name names because I don't. Yeah, I'm not doing that because they're not name here.
3: He got punched in the face. Walking into a baseball
0: game, in Philly? there was a. a I remember we were. Um, if I remember correctly, we went down to the Phillies Mets game good because he it was. For it.
2: That kid, good chance he was asking for it. Fuck <laughs> out of here! He probably deserved that shit.
0: Um. Well, what happened was, is there was a homeless guy asking for beers, and I think he's. I think he said something like goofy to him. Not even. Not even, like, sarcastic, but, like, some, well, yeah, basically something stupid. And I think the guy hauled off and decked him, if I remember correctly. I don't know if it was him or if it was someone we were with, I but know. I remember. But, yeah, it was me. It was, yeah, it was, like, his, his group of restaurant friends that we went down with. So it wasn't normal people that we would hang out with. There was a group of people, and that's what happened and that was in philly and that was like when they just opened up all the new parks and everything was brand new and homeless people are still assaulting the shit out of you if you didn't give them a natty ice so (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so so like so uh, my point is is that when people go to these games they think they're just like oh i'm gonna go to this game and everything's gonna be safe and it's like no bro no
2: yeah, ever been to an old Yankee Stadium game in the Bronx? I mean, Jesus the- Christ. Good, good luck. You you got to worry about getting robbed by the parking attendant, let alone so walking. You already, you know yeah, hundred. And that guy doesn't even have a mask and a gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. M95. An- yeah. And M9. And he doesn't have an M95 either. So I mean, Jesus. Yeah. So. Well, all right. I thought
3: well. I thought I'd tie a little bit of sports in as. a as, uh, as it was. Sorry that people died, um, but it was just crazy to see. Like I said, I was crazy to see people being escorted out of the stadium by the field, like via the field, like they were telling people to get the fuck out. Get I off.
0: would have escorted. I would have escorted people right into the ghetto of DC, right out of the stadium. <laughs>
2: That's where they are getting escorted to. Where <laughs> I was more surprised that DC people were surprised at gunshots. Like what?
0: Well, because here here's here here here's well here's the real irony of all that right what what demographic do you think we're all kind of sitting at the nationals game it's all people from like alexandria virginia and shit it's all, all, it's, all there. it's all it's all it's all, all your it's all your it's all your bureaucrats that work in the government right and th- those are the people and so they like to pretend that Washington DC is everything is good because I go to the Capitol building every day and I file these papers for the EPA and, uh, I'm going to go, I got the vaccine so I can go to the nationals game. And I'm a, and, uh, and they go and they go in. And of course, like to your point Jay, it's like, they don't live in the reality of Washington DC, right? They live in Alexandria, Virginia. They live in uh, the other part of uh, Maryland that they all drive in from. And, uh, yeah, they go to the they go to the nationals game and the uh, shots fire and guess what you know that's the reality of Washington DC that's more of the reality than people playing baseball ain't nobody playing baseball in DC
2: not, not,
0: uh, yeah. not in those neighborhoods no.
3: so nope my father and I a couple of years ago my father and I got lost in DC and it was uh, you know we were in a car it was <laughs> I was, in a, I was <laughs> in a tank. It's like I worked in I worked in New York City for like a long time. Like this was a whole like when you know when you when there are cars stripped on, and burnt out fire. chassis on the side of the highway, and there's cops driving like the cops don't even look at look at these. Like, can you imagine if you had a burnt out car like on my street here? The cops would be here in five minutes, like running VIN numbers. Like, whose car is this? You're going to jail. Why is it on fire? Why is, wasn't this reported? This is an insurance claim. There's just when it's that bad that there's just these derelict cars on like in neighborhoods like they got bigger fucking fish to fry like it's bad neil,
0: neil i just want to tell you i got I lost was in washington neil i got lost in washington dc i was in a sherman tank and i was petrified
3: get out of here really
0: <laughs> no <laughs> no, you no, you no no what i'm just saying like i could fire rounds it's of bad. artillery uh, artillery yeah. or armor I had armor-piercing rounds, and I was still petrified, lost in Washington, D.C. It
3: was bad. Like, I'm telling you, we didn't get off the highway. We were still – we were bumper-to-bumper traffic on the highway, <laughs> and we're just looking around like, this is bad. Like, it's bad here. Like, I'm about to hop the shoulder or something to get the fuck out of here. It was bad. But – uh yeah, Neil, you that's see,
0: not a good that's not a good way to speak about urban America, Neil. I just I just
3: find that very disrespectful. I, I, did, I did I started by saying that I you know I've worked in the city a long time. I've been in every major city in the country. That was the only time just being in traffic on a highway in, in this particular city scared the shit out of me. It was scary. And uh, You
0: also you forgot to say you have a black friend too.
3: Yeah, you know, they didn't come up. They didn't ask. <laughs> Why do you assume they were black? I didn't say anything about black. I just said it was scary.
0: <laughs> I I guess it was other white
3: people you were scared of then, I guess. White people are scary as fuck.
0: You were scared you were scared of the legislative aides all running around.
3: It wasn't I wasn't scared of any particular people. I didn't see any people if we're being serious. I it was just the the the, the environment. Like I said, the the cars burned out, the, the derelict buildings, the it was the ghetto you know it was bad it was really bad it was really Yay. bad it was really bad and that's our nation's capital
0: right god bless America are you gonna lead us out with the national anthem Todd perhaps the black national anthem that they're gonna have at the NFL games this year can you
1: that's gonna really divide people really divide people i hope I hope I'm no one watches this black
2: national anthem just throwing that out there
1: I hope
0: I hope no one watches a single NFL game. I have this a picture. Year. I, I cannot my, wait.
3: I have a picture on my phone of Gary kneeling. Oh
0: what? What, what, what am I doing? The the smearing off ice.
3: No, you were T-bowing. Oh. But it could be construed as as a kneeling for the national anthem. I'm the original
0: kneeler. Yeah. You'll have to send me that picture. I don't have that picture. I don't the think. Height,
3: it was the height of t Tebowism, or whatever, however you want to say it.
0: Well, with that being said, let's leave off on the Tim Tebow note.
3: Yes, God bless. Us. Uh,
0: that's where uh, we review the news, where we make the news uh, make sense to you. Uh, it's been a fun show. I guess we'll get into. Uh,
3: I feel like some we were all over stuff. the place, Gary. We went, we went everywhere.
0: Yeah, we went everywhere. We got on the bus. It doesn't we help when Texas. Jay when when Jay's here. We no, went to it DC. Does
1: because it knows we could do a show daily if we wanted to. We can't had, get you
0: guys to prepare for one show on Sunday, let alone daily. So
1: we had two hours of content.
0: <sighs> yeah. <very laughs> content. No, no mention of the quality, but we do have content. So you're absolutely right, Todd. But anyway, that being said, you can find us at review news, 1000 on Twitter. Uh, if Neil puts this up on uh, Facebook at some point, we're on Facebook um, and we are on Patreon and Anchor. And if you Google us, you can find us on other podcasting platforms. We've given up on Gab and Parlor because does anybody go on those things and get her? Uh, yeah. Unless rumble. you should
2: go for rumble,
0: rumble. Um, we're not on any of that yet. We're on the, the old stuff, but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, tune in. Anchor.fm. Just go ahead and subscribe. It's free, and you can't get anything that's good for free nowadays. So we encourage you to subscribe. But that just, being said, uh, you just got done night. saying
3: it wasn't good, Gary. You just got done saying, oh, it's it wasn't
0: great. No, it's it's. You're right. It's not good. It's great. So, well, thank you, everyone, and all have a good night or day.
2: Later.